Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine one. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I am Matt. And Matt, happy holidays. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, buddy. What's going on? I'm uh, I'm ready. We're we're ready. We sat down, or I guess separately, we sat down and prep these this holiday episode that we're bringing for you today but i'm sitting here with my christmas tree up my hair's a little wet from a shower otherwise i put my santa cap on <laughs> that's funny yeah dude we're doing this i think this is going to be released like on the 26th like two days after christmas uh which is actually the feast of saint stephen who we're going to talk about in a minute Duh, everyone knows that what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> this is on the, the 26th is the feast of stephen which they talk about in the song good king wenceslas but we'll talk about it in a minute but today we're, we're doing christmas songs we're doing the true meaning of christmas songs yeah this is going to be pretty funny Rumi and i you know I, I think it's something that maybe has been talked about before but we're not gonna we're trying not to hit the obvious ones or at least not hit them too hard but we looked up and listened to and thought about the words of some of your favorite Christmas songs, maybe some Christmas songs that you hate, maybe even some Christmas songs that you've never heard of. And uh, we're going to lay it down for you and really let you know what it's about so that the next time you hear these songs, I mean, I hope you laugh, but maybe maybe it makes you think just a little. <laughs> Where should we start, Rumi? Do you have a song you want to start with? Well, Baby It's Cold Outside, I feel like, is the low-hanging fruit that everybody thinks about as far as christmas is concerned oh, yeah it's the one that um, everybody has it's yeah been, everybody has a weird opinion it's been about discussed it. numerous times it's about a girl who's playing hard to get <laughs> well have you heard that they're banning it in uh, a radio station in ohio has banned this song yeah i'm like I, I mean i don't know man it's it's a very complicated time there's a lot of gray areas but i i think this song is about flirting and not about the pepe Le Pew that it comes off as but, you know. Well, I think in the time that it was made, it was meant to be there. And if you listen to it, there are just as many, and maybe everyone will hate me for saying this, but there's, she says just as many flirty things, and she does start to change her mind as the song goes on. But at the beginning, she does say, got to go away. Yeah. And I feel like if a girl says the words, got to go away, out loud, you should tell her your seal tomorrow. Like, yeah, you yeah. Know? And she Especially says, I, now, like, maybe, you know, I ought to say no is good enough for me to say no. Like, yeah, yeah. You're like, well, okay, let's, let's talk about it. Why don't we go get coffee or something? Or, or again, just see it tomorrow. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's sleep on this. You know, regardless of that <laughs> song and the millions of arguments we've just started with that, I think we have some fun ideas. <laughs> I think we have some fun ones. So why don't you kick me off with, kick me off with one of your secret meanings All of right. Christmas songs. 
Uh, I was going to do the 12 days of Christmas, but it was so fucking long and boring, I stopped listening to it. (laughs) Yeah, that song sucks. (laughs) No, no. This is, you know, we all know on the the first day of Christmas that True Love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree. Terrible gift. Yada, yada, yada. Goes on and on. Yeah, what the fuck? Re-gift. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so you give someone a partridge and a pear tree, they're like, wait a minute, your love gave this to you, didn't they? And they're like, yeah, yeah. clearly did not look on my Amazon list. <laughs> <laughs> I think that this is about how super rich people celebrate, especially in the olden days. And I'll tell you why. We got 12 days of Christmas. The first like five or six are hens, birds, doves, geese. Like, first of all, why are you buying so many fucking birds? I feel like this guy, the love who we're talking about in the song, who got <laughs> the singer all these presents, I feel like the love was like walking through the mall and was like, oh shit, I have no idea what to get my girlfriend. And he walked by the pet store and there was a huge sale. It says poultry no one wants. And he was like, 75% off swans. I'm getting swans for everybody. Partridges. Oh man, I got a pear tree yeah. over here. Partridges on sale. Oh man, she's going to love it. But now it's like, now you, you got all these goddamn of- swans. You got all these partridges. Who's feeding all these stupid fucking birds? Yeah, it definitely is one of those, I mean, everything in that pre- in that song, they're presents that you kind of have to take yeah. care of. And you're like, oh, thanks for giving me work to do. <laughs> now you've made me responsible for something's life, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> but like, yeah, he, he walked out of like the green center of Home Depot and he was like, well, I got this pear tree on sale. What up, partridges? <laughs> <laughs> then he's got this freaking, you know, poultry menagerie in his backyard. And he's like, no, I love this person more. What do I have to get them that would really show them my love aside from all these birds and trees? And he decides to get this person multiple maids. Maids of milking. Gross. What a mess. Which I'm guessing includes the cows. Like, do you have to provide your own cows? Yeah. So now you have all these gross cows in your house. Ladies, lords, pipers, and drummers. He gets her 12 drummers. Now... As far as I understand, a drummer... We're going to talk about how annoying it is to have drummers around in a second. (laughs) Well, I feel that drummers are people, right? Yes. And he gets her 12 of them. He gets her 12 drummers. If I'm not mistaken, he gets her 11 pipers. If you listen to the words of that song, he gets her 50 actual fucking people. Human beings. He gets her people. Eight maids of milking, nine nine ladies dancing. Like... That's 50 people. Can you imagine if you're like, not, you're like, what am I going to do with all these birds? I don't even know what to feed them. He's like, oh, well, you could just go get some shit at Ralph's because you also have 50 people who are going to eat at your house <laughs> until they die. So now, and, and she said, lords, lords leaping. And if you think a swan is a high maintenance animal to take care of, imagine a lord. I mean, you got royalty hanging out, jumping around like assholes. Like, come on. And that was my favorite line because I guess the first time that I really thought about that. Lords are leaping. I'm taking lord to mean what you're taking it to mean. And yeah. I'm thinking of all the things in this song to do. They're making the lords jump around. And you just said, quote, jump around like assholes. And that's exactly how I imagined it. <laughs> I just can't imagine. Like, how long? Like, you're going to have some ornery lords after a couple days of jumping. I don't think they're going to like that job. That's hysterical, dude. All right, Rumi, what do you have for uh, another explanation of holiday songs? All right. I have one of my favorite holiday songs of all time. And I don't like holiday songs. Let's be clear. I 
do not like Christmas <laughs> songs. I've been, I think I've just been inundated with them so much that I'm just over it. Like you have me for about like half a week before I'm done with Christmas music where I'm just like, I've already heard every song. Cause there's really only like 50 songs ever written for Christmas that are like reasonably okay. And then a bunch of mm-hmm. cash grab bullshit. And it, I feel like, at Christmas time, you get about 50 of those songs and then they're just on repeat, just different people singing them, but it's the same song over and over again. But there are a few songs that I do enjoy. And one okay. of the ones that I enjoy is The Little Drummer Boy, because I think it has a great message. Now, I'm going to throw you the real message of this song. And it's, you know, some poor little dirt kid living in Bethlehem, got his little drum. He's like, bah, 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 bah. and people are like, hey, you want to see like the newborn king? He's like, he's going to like, he's the savior, man. And he's like, sure, I'll show up. And he shows up and who's there. But like all these fancy dudes bringing fancy ass gifts, gold, frankincense, myrrh. And this kid's like, whoa, I am underdressed and underprepared to meet a baby king. I'm just a poor little dirt kid, according to Ruby. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. He's like, I am so underprepared for this. He's like, our finest gifts we bring to lay before the king. So to honor him, we come. He's like, I have no gifts to bring. That's fit to give our king. Whoops. So then he's like, (laughs) he's like, can I play my drum? And they're like, yeah, that's cute. And the kid says, I played my drum for him. I played my best for him. And they all dig it. And to me, that's like, it doesn't matter what you have. If you come with enthusiasm and passion, people will appreciate that. And that that's something like, that is a message that I do live my life by. Like, I think that that's really inspirational, right? Wouldn't you agree that's kind of inspirational? Oh, I agree with everything you just said. The one thing that you're forgetting is I've known you for... I don't know, 15 years or something. Yeah. You're a shitty gift giver. You're always fucking <laughs> singing songs, playing drums, and never anything. First of all, this song has a drum noise in it. Like yeah. they say Pa-rumpa the words pum, pum. Rumpa, pum, pum. so many times. That is, not, that is not what your impression of a drum was. Do you know how you just said? You just said like, but <laughs> you didn't even make it. Think- you, you made it sound more like a horde. Here's the reality of what's going on here. So you got this little dirty kid with his little drum. <laughs> And they're like, so you want to you play your drum for us? And he's like, hell yeah. And this kid goes into a solo drum, so, dr- like little drum solo. You know what right. nobody wants? Drum solos without any other music around it. This kid is just like, eyes closed, just like, and it's like 30 seconds into this, everybody's looking at each other. These like other kings who are here with the gold, the frankincense, those the wise men, I suppose. They're like looking at each other like, oh, God. Oh, okay. just when the kid stops, they're like, great. And he's like, not done yet. Keeps going. And like, everybody's just smiling, like gritted teeth. Like, ah, Ooh, okay. That was great kid. He's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Third act. Here we go. And you're just like, damn. But hey, he played his little heart out. But here's the thing. Wouldn't you love to see Matthew McConaughey like do this role like in a movie Matthew McConaughey with some bongos just like hey I play my drum for them bah, 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 bah. like that would be pretty chill a little dirt kid now, <laughs> and one thing that you haven't really hit upon is he was playing his drum for the newborn king correct yeah baby so right, we're talking about a baby in my experience babies do not love loud percussion well in the song it says he smiled at me so you know this kid's digging it I guess maybe Jesus likes drums more than the regular, like the next baby. Maybe Jesus just like shaking it up. He's like, look how uncomfortable you're making all the adults. I'm digging it. (laughs) That's interesting because I tried to shy away from the more religious songs and you were like, 
Nope, don't play drums for Jesus. <laughs> but I mean, like, like this isn't going to be some Nick Cannon drumline shit. Like, he's not rocking their world right now. This isn't a John Bottom drum solo, man. This is like... You think this is like a, a third grade band recital <laughs> <Yes>. drum? <laughs> wait, it's boop, 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 boop. Wait, the kid keeps going, wait, 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 boop, hold boop, on. Boop, 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 boop. Wait, wait. He's like, anacada da vita, baby. <laughs> Don't you boop, know boop, that boop, I boop, love wait. you? <laughs> I like that he's playing Iron Butterfly back in the day in old Bethlehem. <laughs> the oxen land kept time. Also, I'm not sure what that means. I think it's their tail swinging as the way it's always been portrayed. But in my head, it's just these animals. He starts drumming. They're like, ah, hee-haw, ah, just screaming, bleeding animals. What is, what's the line? The oxen the, and oxen lamb kept time. No, I think that they're actually like slapping their knees, like one and two, two and, and three, three and four. Imagine an ox and a lamb doing that, clapping and slapping each other's knees. <laughs> Keep the time. The drum boy's like, "Thanks, guys, you're making this work." <laughs> what if he's awesome and the wise men are like, "Damn, this little kid's showing us up. We better kill him on the way out of here just to be safe." <laughs> Get some more myrrh. We did not bring enough frankincense to compare to compete with this little dirt kid. <laughs> I love that you call him a dirt kid. <laughs> I mean, he doesn't have shoes, right? I also love the dick who invited that kid. Right. Like, hey, kid, want to see the king? I guess so. I guess so. What do I? I have shit all to do today. I was supposed to go to a drum lesson. <laughs> His teacher is like this like dick with a handlebar mustache who's like, Mr. Drummer Boy, why did you miss last week's lesson? He's like, oh, I I played for the king. And he was like, oh, you did, did you? Did he like it? And he's like, uh, he smiled at me. This is like Byzantine Empire Jesus time whiplash. He's screaming at him. He's like, if your fingers aren't bleeding, the savior will hate you. Wait a minute. You played for the king? How did you keep time? Uh, the ox and lamb helped. Now I know you're lying. <laughs> now I know you're lying. Uh, the livestock helped. Now I know you're lying. J.K. Simmons in a robe yelling at him. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the best Christmas special ever. <laughs> Hit me with another song, Rumi. Do you hear what I hear? Oh, you son of a bitch. Why were you going to do that too? Yeah, but but here you do yours. I got a quick quick one because as far as I'm concerned, it's just a deaf person's Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> I had an impression to go along with that, but I decided I probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> do, do you want a, a knowledge bomb about this song? Because I was going to do this song, but it's not a joke. This is like a truth behind it. Yeah, there's an apocalyptic fear written into this song. When they wrote this song, it was during the Cuban Missile Crisis. Like while they're recording it, they're listening to the to the the Cuban Missile Crisis happening on the radio, and it's like a star, a star shimmers in the night with a tail as big as a kite. They're talking about nuclear missiles being launched at us. Wait a minute! This song was written during, during the, the Cuban Missile. Yeah, I'm gonna trust you, but I'm gonna look it up also. Okay. Noel, Noel Ringley and Gloria Baker wrote, Do You Hear What I Hear in 1962 around the time of the Cuban Missile Crisis in response to the existential dread they felt because of the Cold War. 
in the studio, the producer was listening to the radio to see if we had been obliterated. Regne once explained, in route to Damn. my home, I saw two mothers with their babies and strollers. This was the inspiration for the first line of the song, said the night wind to the little lamb. And like the song starts small. It's like, hey, lambs, come see. But it's people talking <laughs> to inanimate object. And then the end is like peace, people everywhere. Like it goes from like just Christians and like, hey, Jesus, but like, yo, everybody, we got to get our shit together and have a little peace because we're about to blow each other to pieces. So uh, this was from an article called The Apocalyptic Fear and Do You Hear What I Hear written by Spencer Kornhaber. So if it's wrong, you can blame Spencer, but I will. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that nuts? I did not know that that was that I didn't. I, first of all, I thought it was older. Yeah. And second of all, I did not know that it was... Now, please somebody match that up with the uh, apocalyptic firebomb scene in Terminator 2 <laughs> with Sarah Connor on the chain link fence. Do you hear what I hear? A star, a star. <laughs> Kids are popping on the playground. <laughs> She's grabbing onto the fence, singing in the night. <laughs> well, do you have another one since that one was so short? I also feel that that one reminds me of, this is like pretty much my wife sings this song every couple of nights where she wakes up and she's like, wait, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I'm like, what? No. Did you hear what I hear? Like, no. Like, wait, there it is again. Do you hear it? Like, no, go to bed. Do you hear what I hear? No, I have work in the morning. Go to sleep. Oh, it's a star. A star shimmering in the night. You're like, stars don't make noises. Bullshit, you heard a star. Go to bed. Ooh, but rockets make noises. That's true. Mm. I guess that is, I never thought of that. I'm now going to think of every Christmas song that possibly could have an apocalyptic um, thing. <laughs> I like apocalyptic too. <laughs> Put it all over my big lips. <laughs> I have one that's not apocalyptic, but I guess it's dystopian future. Ooh, what is it? You better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. Why? Big brother is watching, bitches. <laughs> this isn't a song. This is a warning. <laughs> the whole song is a threat. If you think about every line, and if you say it, like, don't sing it, but say it like you're a mad parent. You're so right. Every line, you better watch out. You better not cry. You better not pout. I'm telling you why. What? Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, it's horrifying. This is definitely like Santa Claus is coming to get you, fucker. Like, don't fuck around. Santa Claus is... Read the second... Read, say the second part. He's making a list. Say that like serious. He's making a list and he's checking it twice. He's not fucking around. <laughs> he's getting it in order. He's going to find out who's naughty and nice, and you don't want to be on the naughty list. I see where you're going with this, man. This is creepy. Right? It really, it really, it lends itself up for every Christmas horror movie I've ever seen. Every horror movie. It's a horror movie song, but you just sing it all jolly. You're like, you better watch out. He's coming to fucking kill you. He's looking in your window every second of the day. <laughs> Romeo. You've lost, you lost your privileges, buddy. That was it. I let him sit out in the sun on my porch, and when he barks, he has to come inside, and he's a bad maybe boy. He, maybe he thinks there's a new board king, and he's like, I can't do shit except bark, so I'm going to bark my best for <laughs> I'm him. I'm going to sing the song of my people. Here we go. <laughs> 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 
Shut up, you little dirt dog. Yeah. The, 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 little, the little drummer boy is like, shut up, you little dirt dog. Nobody invited you. Nobody invited you. All right, now we're about to do our drum solo. <laughs> I like that. That's true. That I didn't. I never thought that that was all threats, but you're right. But see, it, I, that was my joke, and then I read it, and I was like, no, wait, it, it really is all threats. <laughs> But then he tells uh, you all the fun stuff he's bringing you. The third verse is like, little tin horns, tiny tin drums, a rooty toot toots and a rummy tum tums. And you're like, you're just making up words now, you dumbasses. No, asses. no, those are, the thing, those are the instruments of his revenge. <laughs> I just watched Krampus. <laughs> I love the killer toys of Krampus. I, I agree. Oh, man. That was the only good thing in that movie, if I recall. I didn't like, I didn't. I wasn't in love with that one. Because you hate good things. We've established this, Rumi. No, because that movie, it, it had a lot of, you know what it was? It had a lot, like Hereditary, I thought, but not as as... Um, deep. It had a lot of good buildup, and then just like fizzled out at the end. In my opinion, what I would I need to watch it again because I only saw it you once. You watch in it theaters. with me, and I will keep showing okay, you moments. Deal. Can I, we have a Christmas date? Yeah, we got to keep okay. pointing out the good times that this movie's good. Rumi, this is good. I need you to see that it's good. Confirming do you goodness. Wanna, do you want to do a commentary? Yeah, we could. All right, so. Listen up then in the future, or in the future, maybe in the past. Listen up. We'll do a commentary. By the time we get to this, it's going to be well past Christmas. We'll have to do this in like July. It'll be like the Christmas in July. Christmas Krampus. in July. Yeah. All right. All right. So I got a what song. Got? I got a song here. And so Santa Baby, people have talked about this a lot. Now, right off the bat, I want to say I'm not judging this woman. She seems very nice. Leave that to me. I'll judge her. But, <laughs> but here's the thing. So she says, Santa Baby... Slip a sable under the tree for me. Hurry down the chimney tonight. Really sexily. Uh, Santa baby, a 54 convertible two light blue. I'll wait up for you, dear. Like, here's the thing. She says, think of all the fellas I haven't kissed. That's really the, yes. the big line. She is trying to bargain with Santa and bribe him with sexual favors. Now, again, not judging her for that, but I'm like, motherfucker, I've been excellent this year. I'm not getting a convertible. I'm not getting a yacht. I'm not getting a ring. I'm not getting any of this shit. And I'm not being like, yo, Santa, I'll give you some sugar if I can get some of this uh, sweet luxury items. Like, my Christmas list was always action figures and VHSs. I never was asking for a fucking yacht and being like, I haven't done any like sexually explicit stuff lately, but that's the thing I, is you kiss too many <laughs> fellas. Yeah, I, Think of all the fellas that you have kissed. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, it's like, uh, what is the bargaining chip here? And here's what I really want to know. Did she get any of this shit? Cause if she is Santa Claus, I call shenanigans big time because like, look, here's the thing. If, if all I had to do was offer some sweet love into Santa Claus to get yachts, I've been doing it wrong because for me it was like, well, I got some sweet Ninja Turtle toys and I got some Star Wars VHSs and some micro machines. But if all I had to do was like, be like, yo, Santa, check out these sweet lips. And he'd be like, yacht, boom. And my parents are like, why is there a yacht in the front yard? And I'd be like, nothing, nothing. You know, just give just Santa a little, extra, your lips. a little extra incentive. <laughs> <laughs> I put out a little more than milk and cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Wink. <laughs> well, it's the first line of uh, the little drummer boy. Come, they told me. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope we're ruining your Christmases. Uh, damn, dude. 
<laughs> that is, um, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. <laughs> uh, that song's a secret code for racism. So settle down there, Rumi. We're not that kind of show. <laughs> oh, good. I'm glad. I'm glad it's not a secret code for other stuff. Um, uh, damn. All right. I got a couple more. I got I got one here that's a mainstay, and this has been said before, but yeah. Rudolph, the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Yeah. It's a really interesting and weird song when you actually sit down and listen to it. First of all, it starts with everybody else. It starts with every other reindeer except you him. You know Dasher and Dancer <laughs> and Prancer and Vixen, Comet right? and Cupid and Lawn Chair and Dixon. <laughs> Oh, yeah, lawn chair. That's right. I forgot about that reindeer. <laughs> but do you recall? Yeah, it start, it, it's everybody else but Ru- Rudolph. The most famous reindeer of all. Boom, boom. Nobody likes this asshole <laughs> because he's different than us. Uh, we literally make fun of him for half the song. <laughs> Rudolph the red-nosed reindeer had a very shiny nose. nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. No, like we already covered bulb. it with shiny. I don't think I would say that. And then it says, then one foggy Christmas Eve, Santa came to say, Rudolph, with your nose so bright, won't you guide my sleigh tonight? Then all the reindeer love him. Yeah. Okay. Now think about this. In the song, Rudolph has not even answered Santa's question yet. Santa has just asked him if he would come on board and help them in their time of need. Then all the little brown nosed reindeers immediately are like, we fucking love this guy. Look at Rudolph. Hey, Santa loves him. It's like they're just mindless drones and they immediately are on board because their boss, Santa, yep. loves them. And if, if Rudolph had any integrity, he'd be like, I hope you all die in that blizzard. Fuck yeah. off. No, I'm Jewish, assholes. Yeah, right? <laughs> the, the other reindeer literally go from making fun of him three lines, four lines later to loving him. Yep. Only because Santa asked him to be on the team. Rudolph doesn't even say yes. But I guess it's like, like bullies yeah. can change, I guess, as part of the... You know, if you prove yourself. But the way I was thinking about it is uh, one of my absolute favorite Christmas movies is A Christmas Story. You're familiar with it? Fuck yeah, love that movie. You got the bully named Scott Farkas. Yeah. That's like if Scott Farkas needed something, like he needed Ralphie's help. Yeah. That's like if the little ugly kid Grover Dill immediately loved Ralphie. Yeah. Like Scott Farkas was like, hey, Ralphie, I need you to do this. And Grover Dill was like, I fucking love Ralphie. Yeah. You and me are pals, right? Yeah. Immediately, all the yes men are on board with this. They, This guy is immediately part of the group. They're like, fucking A. But you know a week later, they're like, yeah, Rudolph, you pulled off one good little stunt, but uh, we got this. We got this covered. You can go F.O. now. Not foggy every night, asshole. Get over there. They like, And a week before, they were literally yelling the word yippee. They were so excited. Oh. <laughs> so did you guys ever do the thing like, so uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, reindeer, had a very shiny nose, like a light bulb. Like a light bulb, well, yeah. And had, did you ever have a teacher that was like yelling at people like, no, sing the song normal. No, do not add that crap. Stop that. Stop that. I don't know that we ever sang that. I mean, I'm sure we did, but no. Oh, yeah. I remember distinctly a teacher, like a music teacher or something, like trying to stymie the additional peanut gallery of that song. <laughs> She's a traditionalist. Yeah. She's like, no, you're missing the message. They hate him and then they love him because they need him. <laughs> that is. What a great message. So, kids, if you ever suddenly are be like, wait, everybody hated me yesterday and now they really like me, they want you to do something. Yeah, the song should go... Then all the reindeers apologized and realized that he was equally valuable, if not more than them. 
<laughs> then all the reindeer got fired. Yeah, I was going to say, then <laughs> the lawsuits were Then the were reindeer filed. worried about job security. <laughs> <laughs> because they didn't have the mutation that the other guy did. <laughs> See, freaks are valuable. There goes Christmas. <laughs> or a gun that shoots jelly. <laughs> That would be awesome. That would be awesome if in that movie when they landed, Rudolph looked at that gun and was like, "Ugh, you shoot jelly. That's gross. That's gross. That's weird. You're you're a you're a what's a, a Charlie in a box? Ugh, that's gross." Yeah. They're like, "Your fucking nose glows, you hypocrite." But here's the thing: at the end of that that claymation where they take all the island of misfit toys and be like, "We're gonna hand them out." Still, nobody wants those toys. Sorry, they were not well-made toys. Um, some of them are liable lawsuits. That gun that shoots jelly. Uh, we saw how well the Uzinator went. Boo! Big thumbs down. <laughs> big thumbs down. Big mistake in toy creation history. Some toys just need to be discontinued. And uh, I don't know. Sorry, guys. Little throwback there to one of our first episodes. If you haven't listened to us talk about the Uzinator, go listen to our bad toys episode. It's an early one. It's really funny, and we talk about a. A gun that shoots a type of jelly. <laughs> All over a kid's face and chest. <laughs> Ew, gross, he exclaims. Oh, man. All right. What do you got, man? So I got a song, We Wish You a Merry Christmas. And it's a song about carolers. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Right? Sure. So somebody knocks on your door, you open it, and these people are out there singing. And you're like, oh, cute, fun. We wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I'm like, I love this. Thanks for coming, guys. And they're like, no, no, no. Still more song to go. <laughs> so then they're like, good tidings we bring to you and your kin. Good tidings on Christmas and a happy new year. And you're like, okay, thank you. And you're closing the door. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, no, no. We still got another verse. <laughs> bring us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding. Bring it right here. And you're like, I, I, I don't have any. And they're like, shutting this shit down. We won't go until we get some. We won't go. We're not going anywhere until we get some figgy pudding. Like the third verse is a straight up call to strike. They're like shutting it down. Everybody, this is a sit-in. This is a goddamn sit-in. Could you imagine like you come home and there's like 40 people in your living room screaming and chanting and Amanda's like frantically like looking stuff up on the internet and like, and you're like, what's going on, babe? What's going on? She's like, these people came and they were singing and, and they wanted figgy pudding and now they're not going until they get some and I don't even know what figgy pudding is and I'm trying to look it up on the internet and I think you need to go to the grocery store and get some figs. So it's almost like the holiday or the Christmas version of trick or treat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, hey, this is all fun. If you do what I say, <laughs> this is a threat. Like, well, yeah. Yeah. We're all going to have fun if you follow my ultimatum. <laughs> my ultimatum. And like, I don't know what figgy pudding is, but I assume it takes a long time to make and is a real pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, it's British, right? I mean, aren't all Christmas foods? Stupid British mouths. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, I'm looking at a picture of this thing and it's like a on fire fruit cake and looks terrible. Figgy pudding? Yes. It's like it's like fruit and nuts and junk in some sort of gelatinous turd lit on fire with brandy, which usually is pretty cool for food, but this does not make this look appetizing <laughs> in whatsoever way. I admire the children who have been sung to that they better watch out, they better not cry, they better not pout, and they're like, all right, how can we cause mischief and bullshit? 
but make it look good. Well, we'll sing first. <laughs> here's here's what it takes to make it. Allrecipes.com says two hours and 35 minutes to make figgy pudding. If you didn't have that shit on hand, that camp out was going to, that like, sit-in was going to last a long time. <laughs> that sit-in was going to go nuts. Yeah. <laughs> long into the night. Hey, we can wait you out. Bring us some figgy pudding. <laughs> You're like, look, guys, this is not a good time for me. My love is coming over later, and I have like fucking 37 different birds I got to get in here. I have lords <laughs> jumping all over the place. And the lord's like, yo, somebody saying figgy pudding? You got some? <laughs> You're like, pipers, pipers, quiet down for one second. Let me try to get these kids off my lawn. <laughs> Shutting it down. Shutting it down. Can you imagine, like, Anything like we show up and it's like, bring us some McDonald's hamburgers. We're not going anywhere. Do we get a couple of those? Like, oh, like, what? No, sorry, I'm, I'm not a restaurant. The They're fuck? like, well, you better figure that shit out because we're standing right here until you do. And you're like, why? And they're like, because of Christmas. And you're like, I don't. <laughs> this I don't is know not if you understand Halloween, you motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. Get off my porch. You just you just run. You run into the kitchen. You run back out with a giant shotgun. Just get off my goddamn lawn. Go find your figgy pudding somewhere else. That would actually be really fun. We should try like we should go Christmas caroling on a street and then just demand and just see like first of all just see if they get the joke. How funny cuz if someone did that to me, I would crack the fuck up. Oh my god. I would give them but, something. But I'd give them something. Before we sing this song, do we sing uh you better what? But like mean like you better watch out. You better no, that's, not cause cry. I, I'm gonna assume that no one in fucking Los Angeles has figgy pudding on the on the ready. <laughs> yeah. So I think that'll be the one that we close with. Be like, okay, okay. Final song, guys. But, Here we go. But you better watch out. <laughs> you better watch out. You better not cry. And every every line, we take half a step forward. You better watch out closer. You better not cry closer and we should also say it lower every time you better not pout i'm telling you why <laughs> santa claus is coming to town your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> all right man i got a weird one <clears throat> do it so as i was saying earlier this is probably airing on the feast of stephen which is St. Stephen, which is the 26th of December. And here's mm -hmm. a song about that day. Good King Wenceslaus. You know this one, Rumi, the classic? You know, I saw that, that you, you had said you were going to do that. Yeah. And I was like, I don't even know what song that is. But I did not look it up. I wanted to wait and see. I used to be in the Indianapolis Children's Choir and I've performed with the National Children's Choir. I sang a lot. And Christmas... Stop bragging, Rumi. <laughs> ICC was an awesome experience. You know, it's a prestigious choir. It's a big deal. But... Every Christmas, it was constant shows. Christmas was a big time for children's choir, if you believe it. <laughs> sure. So we sang a lot of Christmas songs, which also added to the amount of repetition I've had of Christmas songs in my head. So Good King Wenceslas goes like this. Good King Wenceslas looked out on the feast of Stephen when the snow lay round about. Deep and Christmas and even brightly shone the moon that night, though the frost was cruel, when a poor man came in sight, gathering winter fuel. So it's about a dude, gather, like a king sees a poor guy gathering wood because he's cold. So the rest of it, I won't bore you to death with this, but basically the king goes, hey, Paige, who's that dude? He's like, he's some poor guy, dude. He's like, where does he live? And he's like, way the fuck over there. And he's like, oh, let's bring him food and like fun times and the kid's like 
No, uh, oh, really? Yeah, you want to like go all the way over there to bring this poor guy food? And he's like, yeah, it'll be great. So then they go out there and they start freezing to fucking death. And Wenceslas is like, no, it's going to be cool. God's going to save us because we're helping poor people. And they survive. But here's the thing. It's the 26th of December. You already had your giant Christmas feast. He's bringing this dude leftovers. <laughs> I'm still stuck that a king would see a poor person picking wood. Like, what is the situation where that happens? I mean, I bet that guy's trespassing. <laughs> Which one? The poor guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so he's bringing this poor dude leftovers, and the squire, like, have you ever had a boss that's like, hey, guys, great idea, and you're like, oh, oh no, dude, no, we really, no, man, that's a real pain in the ass, and he's like, yeah, 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 and he just pushes it through because he thinks it's a great idea and will never admit that it's a terrible one. <laughs> That's what's happening in this song. Bring me flesh and bring me wine. Bring me pine logs hither. Thou and I shall see him dine when we bear them thither. Page and monarch, forth they went. Forth they went together through the rude winds, wild lament and the bitter weather. This kid almost dies. And I think he does die. And I think King Wenceslaus shows up to this poor guy's house with like, hey, I got this sweet food, but uh, save me some of that. Page boy, it's supple and delicious. <laughs> <laughs> the peasant's like, are, are we are we eating a person? Is this is this a human? What what am I eating right now? I don't now? think I don't think the peasant is questioning it. The peasant's <laughs> like, the king has favored me with flesh. Nom, 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 nom. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even have to. I didn't even have to sing. Threaten to get this. <laughs> I didn't have to sing shit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then King Wenceslas goes, "Got any figgy pudding, bro?" Because <laughs> I'm not leaving your hovel until I get some. They're like, uh, then the king's like, never mind, it's fucking cold in here. Go get your firewood. <laughs> Finish your chores before you eat. You got another one? Yeah, it's a much more um, modern song. Okay. Are you familiar with Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses? What? No. It's the one that goes, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, but I think I'll skip this one this year. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. No? Nope, never heard it. Let me sing some more of it for you, then. <laughs> oh, please. Please enthrall me. Should I get the drum out, too, and accompany you? No, there's no royalty here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a girl or a couple girls. Yeah. And they sing, bah humbug. But now that's too strong because it is my favorite holiday. But all this year's been a busy blur. Don't think I have the energy to add to my already mad rush. Just cause this is the season the perfect gift for me would be completions and connections from last year. Blah, blah, blah. It's a, it's a song. You really don't know this song? Nope. Can you just, even if it's not like for the episode, can you just YouTube it real quick so you know what I'm talking about? Pun. All right. What's it called? Christmas wrapping. Christmas wrapping. And it's by the waitresses. Okay. I would have to think you've heard it before. Everybody should be doing this right now. If you guys don't know this song, you should do it. I guarantee you nobody knows King Wenceslas, so it's okay. <laughs> well, I actually, I didn't know it by the name, but I've heard the song before. This is a direct sequel to <laughs> King Wenceslas. You never heard this song? I wish you guys could see his face. It looks like he's never even heard music before. This is the weirdest music video, bro. Oh, I don't know if I've ever seen the video. Oh, it's like Wham, dude. It's like... Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's definitely in the vein of that for sure. Like weird 80s. We'll get to that. <laughs> weird 80s music videos. This is bizarre. Yeah. Oh, that's because I think it is from the 80s. And it's a very 80s feeling song. Very. It's very fun. So it's about this girl who 
um, doesn't really want to deal with Christmas because Christmas is so busy and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And she wants to, she, she would love, ideally in the song, she, she hints that she would love to spend it with somebody, but it's just so hard. Then she mentions this guy that last year she tried to connect with, but they just couldn't get their shit together. There, she mentions how through the year she keeps bumping into this same guy and they both seem to want to do shit together, but they can't get their schedules and their act together. She keeps not being able to hook up with him. I think you're supposed to tell that she's bummed, but she's resigned to spend Christmas by herself. Yeah. She makes herself a little turkey. Then she realizes she forgot cranberries and goes back to the store. And who does she see at the store also getting cranberries that he forgot? That guy. And then they're going to have a nice Christmas together. Huh. But it's it's a very cute song. But then I like thought about it. And it's an overly long voicemail message from some crazy girl to some guy who probably doesn't even remember that he keeps seeing her all over the place. (laughs) Because the whole thing, it's like, she tries to see this guy, try to meet for lunch, but they couldn't agree where, so they didn't go. Then summertime, he invites her on his boat, but she couldn't go because she had a sunburn. Then the same thing, they were going to go to a holiday party, a Halloween party together, but his car wouldn't start. So they keep trying to do all this shit. And I'm like listening and reading the words. And I'm like, dude, get out. She's fucking crazy. I mean, the first words of the song are like this, okay? Bah humbug. No, that's too strong because it is my favorite holiday. She's bipolar. How do you say bah humbug about something that's your favorite? That's like the women on and the men on Dateline who are like, I loved her so much, I had to kill her. Yeah. You're like, no, you're fucking crazy. Bah humbug. Oh, it's my favorite holiday. Get your shit together. If this is a voicemail, sh- it, the voicemail, if this was like a different voicemail, it'd be like, fuck you, Rumi. Wait, that's too strong. You're pretty okay, bro. I like you yeah. a lot. Yeah, you're I like, love wait, you. You're what? my favorite. What? Like, wait, wait huh? huh? Yeah. And we've all known a man or a woman, especially like in a, in a romantic or or something similar sense that just can't get their shit together. But like she apparently likes him, but she can't get her shit together enough to get a date together. And I'm reading the lyrics here. And this totally feels like one of those situations where like and I have friends and I have been this friend where people are like you want to do this. I'm like, no, nah, I can't. Like, you want to do this? No, nah, I can't. And then they just stop calling you. This guy straight up sure. just like stopped responding. And then she's like, sees him at the store and she's like, yay. But in reality, he'd be like, oh, shit, that's that chick I've been trying to like blow off that's for weeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this is important. This yeah. is important. AMP has provided me with the world's smallest turkey already in the oven, nice and hot. Oh, damn. Guess what? I forgot. She goes back to the store, yada, yada, yada. Um, and what do my wondering eyes should appear in the line? It's that guy I've been chasing all year. Spending this one alone, he said. Give me a break. This year's been crazy. I said me too, but why are you? You mean you forgot cranberries too? Then suddenly we laughed and laughed, caught, caught on to what was happening. That Christmas magics brought this tale to a very happy ending. His version of this song, like if he would have written this song, he would have been like, oh man, I have to go get some beer for my Christmas. Oh, this is awkward. That girl who I keep blowing off is in line behind me. I just won't turn around. I just won't turn around. (laughs) You know? And then he's like, oh, this is awkward. Now she's walking out to my car with me. How am I going to get away from her? And also, can we just say that... Not only is the whole song about how she can't get her shit together to date this guy, she's having turkey and cranberries on Christmas. It's the wrong fucking holiday. That's Thanksgiving food. Get your shit together. That's why this guy is trying to get away from you. And the whole thing, she says, Merry Christmas, one, two, three, four, five, like 10 times the song ends with Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Couldn't miss this one this year. She just keeps saying it. That's my, in my mind, that's her being like, 
I'm okay. I'm okay with this. I'm okay. I, I'm not, it's I'm fine. Not, I'm a, it's yeah, fine. I'm over it. I'm <laughs> over it. <laughs> I'm over it. I'm reading yeah, the this comments is... under this YouTube video. It's not Christmas without hearing this song still rocking in 2017. That was posted 11 months ago. That's the last time anybody said anything about this song. Well, also, I've never heard this, this song in my life. Ever in my Which life. Which I can't believe because it is popular. I hear it all the time. And I got to say, it's a, it's one of my more favorite modern songs. If I heard any beat like this, any 80s beat like this, I turn it off immediately. Any 80s beat. like off. Racist against age. 80sist. 80sist, yeah. Uh, <laughs> for a song that's still 35 years old, it absolutely gets hammered at our house every Christmas. That's nice. They invite it over for drinks. <laughs> and then the rest of these are very sad end to the lead singer patty donahue very sad end smoke too much don't smoke kids lung cancer r.i.p like apparently that's how this chick ended and everybody has to comment on it damn 35 well, we years old 1980 xmases were the best <laughs> she was like merry christmas <laughs> well because she keeps getting blown off at christmas so she's just like uh, <laughs> 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 this is that being said though this is a good song i'm hoping more of you idiots know this than Rumi does but if you haven't heard this song look it up because it it is a really enjoyable song but listen to it and tell me if that bitch ain't crazy so i have a quick one that i think we can just agree on really quick i saw mommy sure. kissing santa claus has one of two outcomes either that kid becomes a serial killer or that dad comes in and kills two people <laughs> possibly three possibly three no you're making a decision there where there needs to be none that whole thing happens you're right you're right that kid does grow up to become a serial killer and if anyone wants to debate that i could tell you easily off the top of my head like 15 movies that have that exact same yeah. premise and if it is the father that kid's still a serial killer if it's not the father and it's actually Santa Claus or the mall Santa, what if what if this like she's inviting the mall Santa over and she's you know, it's some other guy dressed as Santa Claus. Then she has less self-respect than I originally <laughs> thought. What what a laugh it would have been if daddy had only seen. No, daddy's not laughing if it's not daddy. If it is daddy, you're still growing up to be a serial killer. <laughs> Kids think affairs are funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's dad at it again. <laughs> there was, I mean, I've been with Amanda since like 2007. Yeah. And it's 2018 now. I forget at what point we had this conversation. But I said what you said where it's like, this is terrible that this kid thinks it's funny. And if the dad came home and saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, she'd probably kill people. And Amanda's like, no, the dad is Santa Claus. And I was like, no way. I've never thought that. I, I don't believe that. I never once thought that that was a thing. I thought the mom was really kissing the real Santa, like real Santa. That's what I, th and, well, but I have heard that it is dad dressed as Santa Claus, which, okay, fine. That's still messing that kid up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you need to have a platonic relationship with Santa at most. <laughs> at most. I mean, you shouldn't be all, you shouldn't be f even, it should be a formal relationship. You should call him sir. And I don't care if you're a mom or a baby, a kid, you know? Yeah. I think you need to do that. Again, yeah. if you are having a sexual relationship with Santa, I mean, unless he's giving you a yacht, I mean, I really think it's inappropriate. <laughs> Dude, yeah, how funny if that song's related to the other song, and maybe that the woman singing Santa <laughs> Baby was, was a mom. She was the one wrote the song. Yeah, she was a mom. <laughs> Santa Baby, my husband's away on a business trip. <laughs> I'll wear a slip. <laughs> And the and the kids like listening to the door, and he's like, "Oh, mom, at it again." Yeah. <laughs> I put my son to bed a little early. Come over. <laughs> 
again, if you look at the same song from a different perspective in the song, yeah. this is the little kid's version, right? Yeah. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Santa Claus's version is like, I forgot to get this lady a present. What can I do last minute tonight? <laughs> hey, and if you guys haven't heard our PSA from last year about uh, appropriate behavior around Santa Clauses <laughs> and shielding your children from your sexual Santa Claus advances, uh, check that out. It's on it's oh, on SoundCloud. Yeah. It's a nice little short PSA and uh, you might learn a lot. <laughs> yeah. And if, if you haven't heard our other episode last year again about um, our full episode, right? We did a full episode about holiday Christmas horror movies. Horror movies. Yeah. Those movies, a lot of them, the, the killer goes on the spree because he saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah. 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 It's exactly <laughs> this. It does not end well in. First of all, any of the five Silent Night, Deadly Night movies or any of the other, you know, dozens of Christmas five movies of that we know. There's five of them, Ruby. <laughs> There's five and a remake, but only the first, Horrible. I think, two have to do with this, the, the same character. It's then it ridiculous. starts getting all Michael Myers, Halloween 3, so random weird. all over the place. All right, so uh, how about It's the Most Wonderful Time of the Year? Ooh, I like this song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. That's about Comic-Con, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just heard that first line. And I was like, I know what this is about. Delete. <laughs> Next. I got, oh, how about this one? Here's here's a classic, right? Yeah. Which I've heard in really boring ways. And I've heard like, okay, but oh, Christmas tree, right? Mm, yeah. Oh, Christmas tree. Oh, Christmas tree. And they're just singing about the Christmas tree, right? Yeah. How lovely are our branches. Blech. I've heard it's like boring and I've heard it saying, okay, I think what really happened was a singer was like a little late to the Christmas game. I was like, I want to write a Christmas song. All right. What about Frosty? They're like, oh, no. Someone did Frosty. Oh, uh, what about that Rudolph at the front of the team? Oh, no, no, we did that. I'll write a song about Santa. We have 50 songs about Santa. Well, what's left? The tree? Like the actual tree itself? <laughs> I got to write a song about the Christmas tree? <laughs> Oh, okay. So I'll write a song about like a real cool party about people rocking around the Christmas tree. Nope. nope. Somebody already did that. Nope. Should have called us last year. <laughs> I got to sing it like about the tree. Yeah. Like physically, like about the branches, the branches and the needles. The, the smell, everything. Perfect. <laughs> just, just the tree. You get nothing else. Really? Yeah. That's, you could be, oh, Christmas tree. He's like, fine, but I'm writing it in German. <laughs> Oh, Tannenbaum. Yeah. Oh, like, just like begrudging compliance to the song. Or it almost sounds like they were in line, like at the, Chris, at the Christmas song application center. And like it was their turn next and they didn't have an idea. Right. And they were looking around, looking around. There was a decoration like, oh, Christmas tree. <laughs> if I say this like nine times, you'll take it, right? It's a song. It's a yeah. song. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like Silverwells, the guy who wrote that, was standing in line behind the Oh Christmas Tree guy and was like, wait, Christmas trees have been taken? What the fuck else can I sing about? And he looks over and there's a Santa Claus ringing a bell and he's like, nobody steal that. Nobody, I'm doing bells. Dibs on bells. Dibs on bells. <laughs> nobody take my Someone else is like, bells. I'm going to do red bells. He's like, I'm doing silver bells. Silver, silver bells. They're mine. <laughs> 
you had mentioned Wham before. I don't remember if this is Wham or George Michael, but Last Christmas? Um, same Last person, dude. Last Christmas. No, I, I know, but he was. there was some <laughs> oh, songs are know, credited to- You don't to, know if it was his and the him and the band or just correct. him solo yeah, project? Yeah, I don't know who did this you, song. This might have been a solo project, yeah. Correct. I don't know which one was responsible. George Michael was responsible. Yeah. You know the song, Last Christmas? Last Christmas, I gave you I a gave fart. gave you my heart. What? <laughs> Yours is better. Keep singing yours. Put it in your nose and you no. blew it away. Last Christmas, I gave you a fart, but the very next second, you waved it away. <laughs> <laughs> this year, to give you some tears, I'm gonna eat some Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this is another song that I'll turn off the second it comes on. I can't handle it. Really? No, I like this. Oh, that, that's Ugh. sad, but I like it. Give you something special. No, I know George Michael, a man, is singing this song, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, but the way he, like, the way that they say the word special just makes me want to, like, punch things. The reason that is because the person who wrote it is crazy and special. It's the same fucking chick from Christmas <laughs> rapping. It's the same girl. She's like... This is the second time she's calling the guy now. The last time she called the guy and left that other voicemail was about how she really wants to spend Christmas. And now she's and like, she spent last a year Christmas. leaving these kinds of voicemails. Correct. So last Christmas, I gave you my heart and the very next day you gave it away. What happened was in, in Christmas wrapping, they met at the <laughs> checkout counter, right? And he's like, uh, she's hot enough and I'm not doing anything. So he bangs her on Christmas night. And then that was the next. That was the last time. No, 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 no. I disagree. I think she just wrote him like a love letter. It was like, I love you so much. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. This year she's like, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit more and, and see if that <laughs> sticks. And he's like, okay. <laughs> Jerk Once wad. bitten and twice shy. Oh, my God. This is the same crazy girl giving it another shot. Yeah, but I think this year she's ready to go all the way. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to save it for someone special. Save it and for, I'm over oh, But you I'm know what? Over you. This guy right now, he's like in her house. He's like, okay, I think we can work something out. And then he's like, What's this letter? Who are you writing to? Who's this? You trying to get a yacht? And a, you got some sugar daddy? That's not me. You trying to get a convertible? A 56 convertible? That's a classic car. You can't just go out and buy one. Were you kissing other guys? No, specifically not. <laughs> specifically not. As you can see in the letter. I love that we are making, like connecting all these yeah. songs. That would have been a funny topic. Am, too. am I just another think of that fella you haven't kissed? Kiss <laughs> What's another one you have? So I have the uh, slight humble brag that is Melakaliki Maka. Uh, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> Melakaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian, Hawaiian Christmas, Christmas so day. Then it goes on to say, it says like, uh, we know it's going to be sunny and the stars are going to be awesome and the weather's going to be perfect and you chumps are stuck in the snow. Have fun with that shit. Woo, peace out, bitches. <laughs> Love from Hawaii. <laughs> Hawaii drops the mic and walks away. This is like a postcard. Yeah, this is a postcard being like, our weather's awesome, yours sucked. Send Corona, have fun. You know, like, it's just totally a humble brag, mic drop, walk away. Like, how's that <laughs> snow treating you? I'm dreaming of a white Christmas while I'm sitting on this beach drinking beers and loving it. Mai Tais. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that one when I was thinking of songs. That's pretty good. Yeah. The last song I have doesn't really have a secret meaning, but as a kid, I loved comedy Christmas albums, mm -hmm. specifically Mel Blanc's Christmas. And Mel sure. Blanc uh, is a famous voice actor who did a 
bunch, a bunch of Looney Tunes, just tons of cartoons, like a famous voice actor for cartoons. And he had this album full of funny Christmas songs. And one of the ones that I liked that I thought was hysterical was the hat I got for Christmas is too big. And as adult, I realized that it's low key racist. (laughs) I don't know this one. So I'll sing it as the way it was intended. Apologies all around. What color people should close their ears? The hat I got for Christmas is too big. It's nice, but my sombrero is too big. Is it raining? Is it snowing? I can't see where I am going. Because the hat I got for Christmas is too big. <laughs> and I love the idea of little you Loving laughing song. his ass yeah. off. Because <laughs> oh, he's doing the Speedy Gonzalez song. Voice and singing a song about a giant sombrero that he can't see out of. And he's like, you know, ring the bells, beat the drum. I ring the bells, I say ole, but Mr. Senior Santa Claus, you spoiled my holiday. And it's like, I laughed a lot at it, but at the same time, it's freaking low key racist. Like, it's kind of stereotypical <laughs> beyond belief. But man, we thought it was funny. I wonder if in the Upside Down, if there was a Mexican voiceover artist who did a stereotypically American version of this song. But, like, what hat could he get? He's like, my cowboy hat's too stupid big. Doesn't fit over my stupid racist face. <laughs> it's got to be more American, because, like, like, a I don't cowboy think hat ha- isn't not, American? Well, it could be a hat. I was thinking hamburger, like, my hamburger is too big. I can't finish all this myself. I guess I'll have to throw it in the trash. Go buy another one tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> this is very funny yeah <laughs> if only my hat was smaller i could see <laughs> but yes uh yeah there's there are a lot of old cartoons that are um blatantly racist now but at the time that they came out like even as a kid there were tom and jerry cartoons where you're like whoa whoa, whoa dude whoa you know at the time they were considered acceptable but it's tough because like you get a song like this and you're like, ha ha, funny voices and big hats are funny. And then you're like, as an adult, you're like, oh, stereotypes are bad. Ouch. <laughs> Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. Merry Christmas to everyone. But we're going to make fun of you. <laughs> you can have a Christmas. You can get presents. But we're going to laugh at you. Yeah. Oh, man. And then the last one I got is actually a Christmas song that gets shit on all the time. Yeah. But I love and it's Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You. You, uh, 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 all right, fine. I love it. I love it. I think it's really, really cute. I think it's really fun. But if you really think about it, it's the same girl from Christmas Wrapping and Last <laughs> Christmas putting it all on the line. And she's just like, all I want for Christmas is you. He's like, I just want cranberries and a night alone with my wife. Stop calling me. <laughs> Santa's saying this to her. Yeah. No, it's with the guy, the guy that she, it's the, it's the same guy from the, the Christmas Wrapping song and Last Christmas. He's like, listen. You know, you were nice and I liked bumping into you at the store, but that's really as as, as long as we were going to go. I'm dating oh, someone else now. Please stop. He's married. He's got two kids at this point. He's like, I keep changing my number. Stop calling me. The restraining order says 2,000 feet. Stay back. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. And now all I want for Christmas is you. And he's like, I appreciate the gesture, but I love someone else. Please stop calling. Oh, poor Mariah Carey. He's like, it's like, all I want is you at my door. 
Yeah. He's like, stop coming to my door. There's a restraining order in place. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, yeah. The holidays can you make you a little crazy. I agree. <laughs> All right, Rumi. This has been really fun, dude. I've enjoyed this. Yeah, this is pretty good. And there's still plenty of songs that we haven't done. Oh, so maybe- getting some time off. And I hope you take that time to listen to some more Launchpad podcasts because shameless plug, shameless plug. Keep up with us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod and our website, launchpadpod.com. Keep checking out that Destroyer. I don't know if they have Christmas in the post-apocalypse, but it's a freaking awesome comic anyway. You should be reading it. Check out Nice, American Gothic Press. You might see a cameo from some handsome yeah. boys. Hell yeah. <laughs> we made it into the comic book. We are super stoked about it. Big shout out to everybody who made that happen. Our friends over at American Gothic Press. The big shout out to Mark Renee for putting us into the book. We really appreciate that. Guys, until next time, we're the Rocketeers and Matt. High five, asshole. Oh, shit. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff.